Welcome back to the 52 Weeks to Wealth. My name is Walter Morello, and we've been traveling through these 52 weeks for the last 44 weeks. This is Wealth Principle 44. Systemize your business so it runs without you. So hands to the camera, if you are ready to double your income and double your net worth. Hands to the camera, if you plan on doing that this year in 2023, you're going to do it this year. This is not in the future. This is actively happening. Excellent. Give yourselves a round of applause. You might be in the right room because we have one rule. We double our income. We double our net worth every single year. What I've been asked is how do you do it? How do you double your income? How do you double your net worth? We use 52 wealth principles. These 52 wealth principles came from the over 400 books that I've studied, the millions of dollars worth of businesses that I've built, the multiple businesses that I've successfully built and successfully failed. So I failed at a couple of things, but what I learned from those failures was that systems and principles are the same no matter what industry I'm in, no matter what business I'm in, no matter where I go. And today's wealth principle is one of the coolest wealth principles as far as making more money and getting less time. Hands care if you want to make more money, do less work. You want more time back. So wealth principle 44 is all about getting your time back. For anybody who's never heard me before, I do talk about money a lot. I do care deeply about your financial success, but I understand that money is not what makes happiness. Who knows? A happiness is an inside job. It's just a decision to be happy and you're happy. If you don't know how to do that, go get help. Go seek some medical professional like Tony Robbins. I feel like he's really good at making people happy. Who here is feeling happy right now? Feeling happy, feeling positive? Without outside source, without any extra motivation, without any inspiration? Excellent. This call is not to motivate you. This call is to inspire you with the right steps so you can take action today on something that's going to improve your business. I'm on a mission to build 100 millionaires who are inspired to build 100 millionaires. Because the point is not to work, it's to generate income. Hence, can if you agree, if you're in the same belief system. Wealth Principle 44, we're going to dive right into it. We're going to go straight into action steps in just a second. Before I go on action steps, let me share why it's important for you to systemize your business so it works without you. The reason it's important is because if you don't, you will work for your business for the rest of your life. You'll be working like a slave. Now, I remember in 2016, 2015, I got my real estate license. Who here knows realtors, has heard of realtors, knows that they're a bunch of slaves. They're out there just, ah, how, next house, next house, next house. But they make it look glamorous. You know, they're all dressed nice. They're doing their photos like this. They're taking pictures of houses that they're supposedly selling, but most of them are not selling. They're just taking pictures of other people's houses. Who's seen these? These fakes, these phonies, <laughs> pretending to be successful with their rented or leased out Lamborghini. Now, not Lambos. They all drive Benzes and, and Audis, right? They don't, they don't go to that next level. So here's what I learned as I was in 2015 being an agent. One, I wasn't making a lot of money. I was making 17,000 a year. My first year, I sucked at being an agent. I was an accountant making 75,000, quit my accounting job and made, became a real estate agent, a salesperson and realized I'm a terrible salesperson. I was great at Excel. I was great at working with vice presidents on their spreadsheets, but I was terrible at converting people into sales. But here's what I was good at, systems. I was very good at systematically learning things. Who here also agrees that they're good at systematically learning processes and procedures? They can follow instructions. So I thought that I could be a great entrepreneur because I was like, there's got to be a system to this. There's no way all these realtors are so super successful. And because you know there are all these million-dollar realtors out there, right? These multi-million-dollar real estate investors. I didn't realize the real estate investors were leveraged up to their health. I didn't realize the real estate agents who were like million-dollar agents were not making a million dollars. These were just clowns who were making like... A million dollar agent is somebody making 30,000 a year. If you understand, it's 1%, like they're making 1% to 2% of what the whole transaction is. So if they're selling a million dollars of houses, like they, or, you know, they made like 
25,000 a year. That's, that's a, the truth of it. Like 2.5% is what uh, we used to make, right? Hence, if you understand that math, like 3% would be 30,000 30, on a million dollars. Here's what I learned. These guys were all faking it. But then I met somebody who wasn't faking it. My mentor, Jim, he was pulling in over $100,000 a year because he was doing 50 transactions a year. Instead of the average agent does six, he was doing 50, 20 to 50 transactions a year. And he showed me a different way to do things. He showed me a system that allowed me to scale up. And here's the other uh, great thing about Jim was he also owned rental property. Hence the camera owned some rental property. And what he told me is that I don't have to work because I own rental property. Now I had to work. I needed to make money. Uh, Darina's saying I'm not sharing. I know I'm not sharing. I, I know that there is a story and I do have PowerPoints to this. I Maybe next time I'll bring the PowerPoints. But for right now, I just want to share this story because it's important for you to understand the importance of systemizing. When I went into this business, I had no systems. I had no systems for marketing. I had no systems. I had no systems for a sales process. I did not know how to raise capital. Who here would like to raise capital this year? Like to raise a million dollars? Who would be fine with half a million dollars, a quarter million dollars? Be more than you got right now, right? So I didn't have a system. And now in 30 days, I have raised a million dollars in 30 days. I now have a system for doing that, but I didn't have it back then. And so I couldn't raise 25,000 if I tried. So I didn't have systems. I was scared. Without a system, you can't get things done because the mind just won't take action. I hired a coach. In 2017, I hired like a dozen coaches. And then 2018, I hired more coaches and I finally started building systems. I went from 17,000 a year to 115,000 a year to 300,000 a year to a half a million to $1.5 million in a year. And the reason that worked out was because I put the systems in place early on and I started leveraging outside of myself. I started using things outside of myself. But the moments that I thought I knew what I was doing, the moments where I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing what everybody else is telling me to do were the moments I was working the hardest. They were the moments I was grinding the most. They were the moments I was not seeing the most results because I was so busy doing, 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 doing the task, but I wasn't documenting the process. I wasn't putting the right things in place. Has anybody ever done this? Not documented the process, just done work, done work, done work. I hope that tomorrow will be better. Maybe tomorrow's better. Maybe tomorrow I'll meet the right client. Maybe tomorrow gets better. This doesn't, it's not a good sustainable system. So this is why we're going to work today on five steps for you to automate, to systemize your business. Now, I'm not going to go into all the techniques and tools, like there's software, there's platforms that you can use, but today I'm just going to talk about five steps for you to automate your business. I'm going to ask you to do some research to go and find other automations, like the people, the partners, and the systems or the automations or the software to automate your business. Hence, can't understand, it's up to you to find your own People, you're going to hire your own staff. I'm not hiring your staff for you. You're going to find your own partners. I'm not connecting with partners. I'll, I'll create a lot of people in this network that you could partner with. And you're going to have to go find your own systems, although I make a lot of suggestions on what systems you could use. Hence, Karen, if that's okay, I got full permission to just use whatever I want. Step one, you must make a list of your most reoccurring tasks. I want to highlight again, these are tasks that happen over and over again. These are tasks that you do every single day. These are reoccurring tasks. Not the one-off projects. Too many of you get distracted with your one-off projects. You, know, you make this whole list and you're like, okay, I got all these things I got to do, but those aren't system. Don't build a system around those because they're just one time. An example of a task that would have to be done every day is responses to properties that come through your email. So if you're a motivated, if you're an investor looking for motivated sellers, then you need a system for responding to people who are sending you leads. If you don't have leads, then you need a system for getting leads. Okay, if that makes sense. These are things that every, every single day have to be done. Action has to be sent out. And then once it's received, something has to be automated there as well. Step two, decide on a directory structure. When I say directory structure, I am talking about 
something like Google Drive or Dropbox. I, I suggest you don't keep it on your device. You have to get it in the cloud if you ever want to scale your business. One of the first things I learned when I worked at Computer Associates back in like 2012 was that as a computer, a tech company, they were one of the first to jump onto the cloud. In fact, they did cloud security. So like everybody was like, it's impossible to protect the cloud. And that was like their mission was to protect the cloud. And now the cloud is super safe. You can put all your stuff out there and it never gets robbed. So Google Drive was something that didn't exist for us. What we had was our own servers that we were putting things on and we were creating like our own kind of Dropbox. Now you have Dropbox, you have Box, you have Google Drive, you have all these different places you can store stuff. Fancy care if you got a place you could store your documents. The reason you need it in a shared drive is so other people can read it. Now we're going to start documenting processes. Remember, step one, you must get your list of all your reoccurring tasks. Step two now is choose a place to store all the documents. For me, we use Google Drive or we use Dropbox. Depends on the business. Step three, document your process. And I'm going to go back again because this, me and Ron had a big argument, you know, probably do this every year. We go through and we, we look at how our folders are organized and our structure for our directory can be extremely messy. There's 11 businesses. Hence the camera, if you know, there's 11 businesses. That's a lot of different businesses within different tasks. And we had to look at which company is owned by what LLC. So we structured LLC structure. Then there was the owner, the actual assets that LLC owns or the projects that LLC might work on or the partners that that LLC has. And then beyond that is marketing, sales, business, finance. And then each one of those within it has some sort of component to it. Number three, document your process. We use Word docs, just Word docs, basic Word docs. We'll drop them out there. Who here's heard of an SOP before? Standard operating procedure. So an SOP is how you do something. And it should be as simple as pictures taken, like take screenshots. You can record video, drop the link inside your Word doc. If you're if your process is a little more complicated, but we'll go and we'll screenshot stuff. We'll type in instructions and we'll add video to each one of these word docs. So it becomes a lot easier for us. We actually have Alchemist Nation. Number three is document your process. We use Google Docs to document things. This means go through your process. I do this with Jen Sullivan. She did this with all of her virtual assistants. You document your process. And then as you're going through it, you do the process and just you document as you go through. In fact, Jen, do you mind sharing really quickly how you have been building some of your uh, documentation? Just because I feel like there may be some questions around this. Hence, Karen, if you've never had to document your process before, never like tracked what you do, you just like, you just do stuff and you're like, ah, I, I do things. I'm successful. That's what I do. So we have Google, uh, what is it, Workspace and the Drive and I'm not quite sure. Like we we have a lot of documents for the drive. We have um, tried to be very organized, but you know, there's there's documents for the clients and the documents for the books. And now I have a person who will who can go in and take care of all of that. <laughs> not very clear, I know. Sorry. What's it? What's the process you recently documented? The process. Okay, one of the processes I recently documented was um, our new client protocol. New client protocol and. How did you document that process? I sat down with the woman who is going to take care of it. And we went over step-by-step step what had to happen. Excellent. And then who documented it? I documented it, but it's in a drive now. So she has to, she can look at it and we've made projects in the sauna for it. So she can go through step-by-step step and take care of it. Hence, can if you understand the process now, it makes perfect sense. Also, let's give Jen Sullivan a round of applause. Thank you, Jen. Awesome. Awesome. So you document your process. You got to learn it, do it. 
and then you can document it. And once you've documented it, you can delegate it. Do not delegate without documentation. If you delegate without documentation, you're going to spend a lot of money and there's a good chance you'll end up hiring people who you end up either firing or they end up quitting on you because they don't have a clear path on what they're supposed to be doing. Hans Cam, if you would like a clear path on your roles, if you were given something to do. So that is why we document the process. Number four, ask a colleague to perform the task. Ask somebody who's not in your field or in your department to then go follow your SOP and see if they can perform the task. When you ask somebody on your team how to do like to do it already, you don't end up with the same result. You want a complete stranger to be able to take this SOP and follow a process without having any company knowledge, without having any kind of department knowledge. Hence, Karen, if you understand why we're doing that, we want this to be easy, like McDonald's. They can just stand at the station, read the sign. They know how to do their job. Once you've asked a colleague to perform your task, you're able to move on to step five, which is continue to improve over time. So the three steps I'll review again, are make a list of your most recurring tasks, decide on a directory structure like Google Drive, document the process. We use Word docs and Google Word to document the process. Number four, ask a colleague from another department to perform the task. And five, continue to improve over time. Hence, if you understand, this would do a great job at systemizing your business so it works without you. The, the secret to this is you can now hire things to virtual assistants. You can hire things to your partners. You can train your sales team consistently. You can bring in other people and eventually maybe even start your own training company. The reason this training company exists is because we were originally recruiting clients. We were originally recruiting our clients and running them through a process and a system for being great clients. Who here has taken any of my coaching programs? Who's taken any of my coaching programs, paid me money? Absolutely. The reason... There are coaching programs is because I'm shaping you to be the right, the ideal client. Has that ever crossed your mind before? Has anybody considered that? Just like, it's like, whoa, like he's making me the right client. Remember the mission, 100 millionaires inspired to build 100 millionaires. This is a recruiting company. We're, we're a business that is constantly recruiting, looking for inspiring the people who are willing to take the mission on to the next level. People who are willing to go out and build hundred millionaires. The easiest way to build 100 millionaires. Who knows what it is? Names on deeds. The easiest way to build 100 millionaires is help other souls own real estate, get their assets put together, build their businesses, acquire real estate, buy assets. When we thought about what we're doing, we said, how do you do it? Well, we got to build systems. We got to build systems around our people who are going to build millionaires. Well, how are we going to get the people to build millionaires? We got to recruit people to become millionaires. Well, what do people want? Well, they want to become millionaires themselves. Excellent. So let's build a training around teaching people how to become wealthy. We get paid on our marketing. We get paid to train our, our new partners. And then we get paid to provide our service to the world. Can you systemize your business? It works without you, but you get paid for every step of the way. And the answer is yes. You got to follow Wealth Principle 44. <laughs> and you got to identify what your, your recurring tasks are. Right, you got to document the system, document the process. There's a book of the week every week. Uh, Mitch Jorsky, I know that this is your guy. The book of the week is totally your book. Uh, you enjoy the heck out of this thing. Let's give Mitch Jorsky the scaredy cat guide to real estate investing and knowing what the heck Bitcoin is. So Mitch, let's give him a big round of applause. So this book basically is literally the operating manual on everything that Walter just said. He does everything from, you know, talk about how to implement uh, systems, and uh, processes, but also kind of like 
I don't know. It's got a very like life hacky type of vibe to it. So I don't want to say shortcuts, but also like kind of do it smarter, not harder vibe. This book is a game changer. And since I've read it, I've pretty much been focused on living the four hour work week, which I don't know. I kind of do, except for when Gualter tries to get me to do more stuff. <laughs> Let's give Mitch Jorsky a round of applause. Uh, Mitch, what, what are you talking about, man? Are you, are you referring to the fact that I only ask that you pay it forward, not to become a millionaire? You just do a couple courses here and there. I mean, let's give Mitch a round of applause. He does do a lot of work. He does donate courses. He does uh, donate his time. He certainly did a lot of work at the 100 Millionaire Summit this year. Who was at the 100 Millionaire Summit? Got to see him on stage. The fall work week, this book changed my life. Like this book, when I was reading as an entrepreneur, I was like, oh my God, like four hour work week. At first, I was like, no way is this possible see i was married at the time when when this book came into my world i was like 26 years old and my wife at the time was like oh my god you know what oh this book is so perfect you know for our work week exactly what i want and i was like i'm a fucking grinder that book is bullshit like fuck that right and she was like oh oh my god i'm reading it it's so amazing and i ignored this book for like two years until Brandon Turner on the Bigger Pockets podcast was like, man, this book is great. You've got to read this book. And I was like, shit, two years have gone by and I'm still working hard. I'm a slave. I probably should read this book. And in 2017, I finally picked it up. I finally went through it and I didn't want to work ever again after reading this book. <laughs>